Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Junlin Wastes podcast, the TJW podcast for May 2nd, 2023. And if you're a Star Wars fan, you know that this is the week to keep your eye out on social media and to see what uh, what's going to be happening as we have the big, you know, big lead up to May the 4th. 2023, May the 4th day, Star Wars day, uh, all across the galaxy, uh, a day for celebrating as well as to get in on some great uh, Star Wars deals as well too. So, uh, you know, yesterday I mentioned that uh, May the 1st is known as, uh, you know, 501st day, and uh, I hope everybody who was part of the, uh, who's who's a part of the 501st uh, had a great celebration yesterday, and maybe it's the pre-celebration before getting uh, into May 4th. Uh, but uh, yeah, great day yesterday. I hope everybody uh, who did celebrate that had a, had an enjoyable time. Uh, May second, don't really have uh, anything to match up Star Wars wise, with the exception of the fact that it's sort of like I guess maybe it's the breather before we get to uh, May fourth. Uh, May second, I was thinking, what can we talk about for for May second? Well, second, second, uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones. If you want to know what my favorite uh, prequel. Uh, out of the series is, out of the saga, it is uh, Attack of the Clones. I know a lot of people will think that uh, episode three uh, is, 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 is better than two. Uh, just my personal preference, if you want to go back and watch episode two and listen to our commentary that we did a bunch of years ago on Attack of the Clones, uh, it's a really good commentary that Dan and I put together. And uh, I do mention it many, many a time that if I had to choose my favorite prequel, uh, while most would probably disagree, <laughs> I have to say that uh, I do enjoy, uh, out of all of them, I do enjoy episode two the most out of them all. So um, if you have some thoughts on that, I'd love to hear what you think about that. Uh, if you want to send me a message, I know I'm a little early uh, mentioning this, but yeah, please go to the Facebook page of the Traveling the Gentleman Waste podcast and send me a message and uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, being that it's May 2nd, I want to know your thoughts on what do you think about Attack of the Clones? Yeah, it's an old, it's an old, uh, you know, thing to bring up. And, uh, usually the, uh, <laughs> response is not as positive as, uh, as some of the other Star Wars movies, but, uh, I do enjoy it. It's, uh, I think really, uh, you know, a, a fun look into, into where the Jedi Council was at the time. First time we see... Hayden uh, Hayden Christensen uh, put on his role as uh, Anakin Skywalker. Gosh, this last year we saw him reprise that role on Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, interesting to take maybe to take a look at both of those series uh, to see you know those uh, flashbacks of uh, Anakin in uh, the Obi Wan series as opposed to how he as opposed to his performance on uh, Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. But speaking of Anakin, speaking of Hayden Christensen, um, we got I mean. Who knows? Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. But I got a feeling uh, that the rumors are true that uh, Hayden Christensen did, in fact, do some uh, do some filming for the Ahsoka series. And I'm imagining that they are probably some th- some some uh, you know some some visions or some some throwback scenes to to his time when he was Anakin Skywalker as opposed to uh, Darth Vader in the Obi Wan series. Uh, it would be fun to see an Anakin, a live-action Anakin and Ahsoka interaction. To see them there back at the Jedi Temple, maybe uh, you know, Anakin is, is is still training Ahsoka at the time. Would be even more interesting, I think, to see in those 
uh, maybe something that takes place in those final days of the Jedi Temple. Uh, we do get a uh, some some insight into that in the in the final season of the of the Clone Wars animated series. But uh, wouldn't it be cool if we got uh, you know if if Rosario and Hayden were there together having a having a scene? So um, we'll have to we'll have to wait for that later on in the summer to see if that comes uh, to fruition. But speaking of Hayden Christensen, uh, gosh, he's going to be showing up at Fan Expo Boston 2023 this year. Uh, unfortunately for me, uh, I'm only going on that Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only going to be there on Saturday. So unfortunately, not going to get the opportunity to be able to shake hands, exchange pleasantries with, uh, with the, uh, you know, the Dark Lord himself or the, uh, the former Jedi hero, Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen. But um, what can you do? That's, that's just how it goes. But the good news is, is that it looks like uh, Rosario Dawson will be at Fan Expo in Boston uh, on Sunday. So uh, that's great to know. I'm thinking that is probably going to be the uh, going to be the priority when I go to uh, Fan Expo in in, in August. Um, I would love to meet Rosario Dawson. I'm hoping. I mean, I know Emily Emily Swallow, who played the armor, is also going to be there. Um, really hoping that Katie Sackoff um, comes back to Boston again. I didn't get to see her the uh, the last time she was at Fan Expo, which I think was two years ago. But uh, after seeing this amazing performance of hers on uh, that third season of The Mandalorian, I'm really looking forward to uh, having the opportunity to meet her. Hopefully she is going to show up for that. Um, I know she's been at some of the other Fan Expos that have been going around the country. Uh, but there's no word yet is it as if she's going to be uh, making an appearance in Boston in uh, August in 2023. But um, keeping the fingers crossed and hoping. So uh, we'll let you know if anything changes with that. But for right now, it seems as if Rosario Dawson is going to be uh, my key autograph uh, at, uh, at the convention this year. So uh, looking forward to that and uh, had a great time at Fan Expo, uh, you know, last year in Boston in 2022. Uh, got to meet Anthony Daniels. Uh, we were in line for uh, Ashley Eckstein uh, to get an autograph, but the line was just getting was just too big. And we thought we were going to be there for, for many, many hours before we had the opportunity to, uh, to, to meet her. So uh, me and my boy decided, well, we'll skip it this time. Maybe she'll come back uh, this, this, this coming year, which I think her and Matt Lanter and James Arnold Taylor, I thought I saw that they were supposed to be coming to Fan Expo Boston uh, this year. But uh, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that actually happens. All right. What are some other things I wanted to bring up? Speaking of convention season, Okay, and speaking of, you know, the work up to May the 4th, one of the big things I like to do on May the 4th is uh, to see if there is any great Star Wars artwork that uh, is on sale and that I can like, you know, purchase and get into my nice uh, art binder uh, or to find a nice place to put it into the official studio of the TJW podcast on the walls there. Uh, but uh, one artist who, uh, gosh, I, I, you know, I mean, and a lot of Star Wars fans have been following this guy for just years on end because he is just uh, by far probably the best Star Wars artist on the planet. Oh no, artist Dave Dorman. Uh, if you haven't had the opportunity to uh, check out some of his videos on his uh, Facebook page, uh, it is really something to see. Starting with the pandemic, he started uh, doing some of these like lunchtime sessions where he would, you know, turn on his camera, break out the canvas, and and just start uh, painting a picture. 
it was just so much fun watching him go from where he would have on the canvas just like you know the simple pencil outline of what he wanted to paint and then going from there and seeing over a bunch of you know you know sessions over over a week or two uh seeing him put together such an amazing painting uh i i mean he's done all different types of uh you know you know fantasy art and other art uh, but the Star Wars stuff is, is obviously the stuff that I uh, that I enjoy watching him do the most. Um, he did over the last uh, gosh the last year he did this fantastic one of Vader of a Vader and Ahsoka uh, duel that takes place during the Clone Wars. Really wonderful one. He always has a great Boba Fett uh, painting in, in in a different pose or in a different way of looking at Boba Fett, which is also uh, pretty cool. He did uh, during the pandemic, and I keep waiting for for him to see if the, he's going to make this into a print. Maybe I convince him to make it into a print if he's coming to Rhode Island. I'll tell him I'm going to buy one. But uh, <laughs> this one of Kylo Ren and uh, and and Ray during their duel in uh, Episode Eight: The Last Jedi with the looming head of Snoke above them. Really a wonderful, wonderful piece. Um, I think he said he did it as a commission piece, and he's still, you know, debating whether or not he's going to make it into a uh, into a print. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to be a print. I'm, I would love to buy one. Uh, but he also had another uh, nice one he did recently of uh, of Cara Dune. Uh, there was another one. There was another Vader. Another Vader was also there, and he also did a Ray, uh, you know, from from Episode Seven, from The Force Awakens, as well too. So a lot of great stuff. He, the reason I'm bringing this all up, he is going to be coming to Rhode Island Comic Con in November. So uh, that is great. I met him a couple of years ago when he came uh, to Rhode Island Comic Con. I'm glad to see that he is he's making an, an, a reappearance there again. Uh, just love talking to the guy. The guy's a really sweet fellow. He loves like you know he chats with anybody. He loves talking about practically anything, uh, and his uh, and it's just so fun to see all of his art up close. Uh, one print that I always wanted to grab up and I never had the opportunity to. A bunch of years ago at, at, at Star Wars Celebration Four, he had this amazing, amazing uh, print that he did of Vader in the 501st Legion. Uh, you know, in this big battle. Vader standing above them with the Imperial Guard and the Stormtroopers and the 501st and his, va- and his lightsabers ablaze. This uh, piece is called Lord Vader's Persuasion of the Outer Rim Worlds to Join the Empire. This big 20-inch by 36-inch print. Uh, it was a, an exclusive at uh, Star Wars Celebration 4, but maybe, maybe he has a couple of these just still hanging around uh, in his studio that he might be uh, willing to... Uh, to sell, so uh, I'm gonna keep that in the back of my mind. Maybe he, maybe he has a maybe he's gonna have a special on it for May the fourth, or maybe I can uh, pick it up at the uh, at the show in November. But uh, either way, looking forward to talking uh, with him. In fact, if you want to get some, you know, you know, affordable Dave 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 Dorman art, his prints are very very affordable. I know, like I said, he just had a recent one he did of Cara Dune, and I think of Ray of, of Ray Skywalker from Episode Seven. Uh, but you can also pick up the uh, the epic collections that the Marvel epic collections have been coming out. Um, a year or so ago, he came out with the Dark Empire uh, trilogy in. Uh, in that uh, collected edition, that epic collection, epic collection edition, um, it's now I think a pretty pretty price actually. As I'm thinking about this, uh, when I when it first came out, I got it as a birthday gift uh, like a couple of years ago, and for a while it was just it was just the standard retail price. But it looks like the it has gone up quite a bit in price. So, uh, but if you can't get your hands on it, it has some his art for the covers of all those issues is in there. 
really great. And the addition is really nice too because it looks like the, uh, I mean, the colors have this really nice brilliance to them. There's, you know, very high resolution and it, it came out to be a really nice compendium of uh, the Dark Empire trilogy. So if you have the opportunity to pick it up, definitely take it. And, uh, you know, hey, if you're going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con, have Dave sign that. Maybe I'll do that as well too. I'll do that and maybe I'll dig out my, uh, my hardcover of uh, the Dark Empire uh, trilogy as well. So that's some cool stuff there uh, to mention about, uh, you know, around Comic-Con, Dave Dorman showing up there as well, too. Hoping some other Star Wars guests. I know Anthony Daniels is going to be back there again. Uh, I'm wondering who else is going to be uh, showing up there. This is Star Wars week, so i got a feeling that we are going to get some information about Rhode Island Comic-Con and Fan Expo this week uh, from a Star Wars perspective. And so hopefully we'll be getting some uh, more news about uh, those, uh, those guests coming to those conventions uh, in the future. Uh, one other thing I wanted, to, a couple other things I wanted to talk about because, uh, you know, I was mentioning that, you know, May the 4th is coming up and uh, it's a good time to, to pick up, you know, some, some, you know, some good swag, some art, some collectible stuff. One thing I did notice, which was great, was, uh, and the only reason I, I, I looked this up was because a friend of mine had mentioned that my local library was having a May the 4th uh, celebration uh, at our local library here. And one of the things they're having is learn how to play Sabacc. So uh, I'm familiar with a little bit. Obviously, we know what Sabacc is. You know, Han and, and, and Lando are always playing it. We always hear about it in, uh, you know, Star Wars novels. Um, I became familiar with it through the Knights of the Old Republic uh, video game back in 2003, when one of the things, one of the, uh, you know, things you can do in that in that video game is play Sabacc. So I've got a, I used to know the basic rules about it a little bit. Supposedly it's not such a tough thing and I probably could remember it once I start playing it again. But uh, the reason I say start playing it again is because not only are there places where you can learn how to play this, but apparently you can also get uh, through Galaxy's Edge, either if you're down there visiting Galaxy's Edge in, in, in Orlando or in California, you can get the Galaxy's Edge Sabacc card playing game from Solo, A Star Wars Story. And, uh, you know, get this nice deck of cards with the dice and with all, you know, the official looking like, you know, cards, how they looked in the, in, in the movies. And, uh, you know, you get the, uh, get the instructions on how to play Sabacc. So, uh, Maybe that's one thing. One of the things you want to do: get a bunch of friends over, you know, have some nice food and some nice drink, and play a couple of hands of sabak. Make sure you don't get caught keeping a, you know, a card up your sleeve like Lando did. Otherwise, you're going to get into trouble, and then they're going to kick you out of the game, and you don't want that. Uh, but I am seeing it. Uh, you know, if if you're not if you're not able to get to Galaxy's Edge, uh, I am seeing it. You can you can find them. You know, in, in in places like Amazon and and online dealers like that. And I'm sure you can go to eBay and, and find them as well too. But uh, I might be considering picking up a deck of uh, of, of, of a Sabak playing deck uh, and and learn how to do that. Uh, you know, seems like a, a fun way to spend May the Fourth. Uh, I had mentioned earlier that I'm not going to be uh, in on May the 4th because I'm going to be at the, uh, the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park for their Star Wars night and uh, hopefully picking up a nice piece of uh, swag there, a great Red Sox Star Wars jersey, baseball jersey. So I'm looking forward to, to that. Um, also, just mentioning some more Star Wars swag. Here's one thing that I wanted to... I, you know, yesterday, I think I mentioned about the new uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor game, which is coming out for, for, for the uh, the new PlayStations and, and Xbox systems. Looks really great. And like I said, I've seen a couple of the videos uh, that have been taken of, of the game. 
Um, looks great. Uh, am I going to get it? Probably not. <laughs> I just don't want to get pick up another uh, another next gen system. Uh, just it's just not going to happen. Uh, but one thing I did see that I think I mentioned earlier, also in another podcast that I wanted to get, uh, it would look fantastic if I could find a place to put it here in the home. Uh, the arcade one-up Star Wars arcade game. Gosh, it is such a good-looking game system here. Uh, it, it goes back to the days when you would go to the arcade and you'd stick the quarters in the machine and 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 play that uh, fantastic, you know, Star Wars X-wing game uh, in the arcade. Uh, but now, like you can get from arcade one-up. Uh, the Star Wars arcade game, which not only has the Star Wars uh, X- X-Wing Fighter game on it, but you also get Empire Strikes Back, the uh, the uh, you know Hoth base Rebel, you know Rebel Assault, and uh, for Return of the Jedi, it's a speeder bike game. Um, I'm told it is it you know it's it, it's a it's a little bit of a pretty penny, but uh, you know you it, it's a really nice thing to have in your home. Uh, it is supposedly pretty simple to put together. And uh, gosh, who wouldn't want to have a bunch of friends over to uh, to play that game for for a couple hours? <laughs> uh, looks great. Uh, you can go to the to the arcade one up uh, you know webpage to get uh, more information if you want to uh, you know put your order in for one of these. Uh, I'm gonna wait to see maybe uh, what what it looks like on on May the fourth to see if this thing goes on sale. But uh, that would be uh, that would be a fun thing to add to the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to 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 the home here, but who knows? Uh, that's all I wanted to mention right here today on the Traveling and Gentleman Waste podcast. Uh, if you have anything you want to uh, mention to me during this week leading up to May the fourth, you know, what are you looking to buy? Is there something that you're looking to rewatch because it is May the fourth and you want to like revisit some Star Wars, you know, media that you haven't watched in quite some time? Are you going to the bookstore? Are you going to get yourself a new book? Are you going to the comic book store to get one of those great Marvel omnibus? Uh, let me know what, what, what you're going after. I would love to hear uh, how you're celebrating May the 4th in this week leading up to May the 4th. And uh, it's just good to hear from, 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 from listeners as well, too. So that is all for today. Hope everyone's having a great May the 2nd. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Have a great one, everyone. And uh, talk to you later.